want to shine in the brightness, but you forget those bright lights only reveal the work that was done in the dark. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you're listening from. Welcome back to the Obsessive Free Game, and I am your host, Bruce, aka Coach Sibs. For those who are just joining us, welcome, you are in the right place. And for those listeners that have come back, thank you very much. Hope you still stay tuned, you share, and you love what we do because we are here because of you. Today's podcast is going to start with a little bit of a history list. And then from the history list, we're going to get to the main point of the podcast. As always, let's get straight into it. So everyone knows, for those who've played golf, they understand the story that and the underlying story behind golf balls. In the beginning, golf balls were smooth in shape without any of the dimples that they have now. And it was while working, one of the workers developed a theory. And because he was afraid to tell his friends about the theory, he decided to test it first because it would end up people calling him crazy. So he kept it to himself until he could prove it. His theory was this, that the smooth golf balls that had been hit too many times had developed bruises or a rough outline. And it was those golf balls that traveled further distance than the smooth ones. So when he put this theory into test, Guess what? He was right. Those imperfections that created a layer on that golf ball reduced the drag of the ball when hit, and thus it went further. And this is why in today, you find that golf balls have at least three, between 300 and 500 of those small dipples around them. You might wonder what does this have to do with today's podcast? Well, let me let you in on the secret. It's all about falling in love with your process. You know, in life, you'll be surrounded by people who will seem more gifted than you, who put less effort and get more results out of life. And you will think that you have the short end of the stick. You know, they are the smoother golf balls and you're the beat up one. While the grass looks greener on the other side, so to speak. But as you know, the grass is greener where you water it. It's not always greener on the other side. But as those perceived weaknesses or shortcomings that you think you have that will shape you to the person who can go far in life. As long as you don't give up or give in and keep on striving forward. Those blemishes at first will seem like a major setback, but those are the outlines that will propel you forward, just like the golf ball. Every one of us has their own story. We have our own journey. What takes away from that, or the thief of joy is called comparison. Unfortunately, we're in a generation where it is all based on comparison. And what you compare with is what you only see. You only compare with the end result. But what you don't see is all the hours that person spent beating on their crack, the hurt, the sweat, the pain, the tears. You don't see all of that. You just compare your result with that person's result. We want to shine in the brightness, but you forget those bright lights only reveal the work that was done in the dark. It's been noted that people who win the lottery, if you look at it, after five years of that win, majority of them are more worse off financially than they were before they won the lottery. Because the win skips the valuable process of learning and developing the necessary skill to sustain that success will keep you at the top. 
I'm not saying there's a problem with hitting the lottery, but it's the skill that will keep you right at the top. Same applies as being a talented person with no work ethic. As long as you're talented, you get to the top. But it is that work ethic, that grit, that grind that keeps you right at the top. As long as you compare yourself to other people and do not appreciate your own journey or your own process, you'll always rob yourself of joy. Listen, I'm saying people should suffer and only those that suffer achieve greatness. But what I'm saying, you should fall in love with your process, which every shape or form it comes in, as it'll forge you to be a sharp blade for tomorrow's greatness in the perfect time. Imagine, for example, you have a piece of land. You decide to grow bamboo trees and your neighbors are great, for example, palm trees. If you know the story behind bamboo trees is they take at least five years growing underground establishing a strong root system. I imagine your neighbors watching you water a piece of land year in, year out with nothing growing. And maybe they're already on their fourth, fifth cycle of palm trees. They might think you're crazy and then they will start talking. If you stop whatever it is that you're doing, that consistency of watering that piece of land where you planted the bamboo seeds, and you start focusing on, or you start comparing yourself on what your neighbors are doing, you might find yourself opting to cancel all things that you had put in some time already, and it was in the process of giving you that result or something that you're seeing from other people. With the bubble trees, after five years, when the time is right and it shoots out, it takes at least six weeks to grow up to 90 feet. You heard it right, 90 feet. And the funny thing that will happen is people will see that rapid expansion, but they didn't realize what they thought you were crazy when you were putting in that five-year investment. Most people will want that 90-foot growth without the five-year investment that you had spent most of your time putting in, not losing hope, staying true to your craft, and just beating in your skills. Once you start comparing yourself, you negate the benefits, the lessons you get from your own process. That's why they say the thief of joy is hers. You see, looking at another person for inspiration, looking at another person for motivation, looking at another person to learn is different than to look at another person and then doubt what you are doing or then put everything that you have been doing down the trash can just because as a person seems to have bigger results, or they seem to have something that gives them bigger. In a microwave generation where people want things at the click of a finger, one thing that you find that has depreciated is either attention span or patience itself. When you look back at it, the things that you had spent time waiting for, where they actually materialized, you had a deeper appreciation for them than if they had just materialize what we ask for them to. Your process is your foundation. Your process is your root system that will hold you down when those strong winds come. Your process is that story that you can tell to your grandkids that will give them inspiration to fight. Your process is your training for seamless execution when the time is right. There is no need to rush 
Good things take time. People have a saying that time waits for no man. However, that may be true, but it takes time for you to have to write yourself. It takes time for you to learn certain lessons that help with in your growth. Your process is your pillar for growth, believe it or not. So rather than looking at how long your process is, rather than looking at how strenuous your process is, look at what you can learn from your current process. Synthesize it down to the T. Pick up your lessons. Write them down if you have to. Appreciate everything that you built. Stop comparing yourself to everyone else around you. They don't have your same story. They don't have your same design. They don't have your own destiny. You are unique as your own fingerprint. And by the main fact that you are unique, that's going to say you're going to have a different story. You're going to have a different process. So once you know that, once you realize that, you will see that it's not so bad after all. You just have to order your own grants. You just have to keep on working hard, striving, fall down, stand up, get up, walk, run, do what you have to do. But when your time comes, when that light shines, you know it is a reflection of all this work that you've done in the dark. Whether people have seen it or people haven't. Think it's nice, man. People only see the top, but the one that sunk the Titanic had a massive scale at the bottom. Very, very strong system at the bottom. That's what you want to be. That's what your process will make you. We hear people talking about this guy is a beast, but he didn't wake up a beast. He put in the hours to be the beast. And once you start executing, people will be surprised. People will be shocked. So fall in love with the process. Appreciate the process. Don't be discouraged. No matter how long it is, it is your process. Own it. Own that damn process. And once you get to the stage where you own it and you are willing to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes, best believe the result is just right around the corner. That's the story behind today's podcast. Coach Sibs, every Sunday, 10 a.m. of Sibs Regan. For me, it's always peace, love, and happiness. I'm out. <laughs>